we had a collaboration with some Chinese com uh, Chinese uh, scientists. Here we have a vaccine. What is the problem? Get over it. We know that the people who are dying from this from this uh, disease. Seriously, I'm, I'm making a serious point. I don't know what half of them are protesting against. You've still got Fauci walking around free. The man should be in irons in the darkest pit. As much as he touts that he cares about it, he doesn't. This is our revolution. It's not theirs. Don't let them take it from you. Don't let them convince you that it's their revolution when in fact it's not. It's ours. And we will have it. It is Monday, the 29th day of November, the year of our Lord, 2021. I am Johnny Anderson, and I'm sitting next to two fine gentlemen today. Bruce Adams, welcome back. Good to see you. And of course, Ned. Marty told me last night you were going to be on today, and uh, we're glad to see you. Good to see both of you today. Bruce, let's start with you. Actually, you know what? No. Ned, let's start with you. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you very much. You're fine. It's good Fantastic. to be here. And yeah. yeah, well, be interested to see what we've got to chat about tonight. Oh, yeah. Yeah. we're. Uh, you know, I got a couple of things, but I, I really don't have as in like the usual stuff all laid out across my desk. I, I don't have all that stuff because you're on. So I thought, hey, I don't have to do any of that. So that's that's great. And Bruce, how was your Thanksgiving? Did you decolonize your Thanksgiving? How, how was your Thanksgiving? How, how are you? How, how are you today? And then tell us about your Thanksgiving. Uh, I'm healthy and alive. Uh, I'm still uh-huh. uh, I'm still dealing with what I guess you would describe as jet lag, but it's not because of sleep. It's because it's decolonization. Like, Is that what it was? Well, it, yeah, not, yeah, yeah, totally, hundred percent, all of that. Um, no, I like Thanksgiving was. It was as if I was on a different planet. It it was. We talked about politics and stuff, and we talked about you know the stuff that's going on, but it was so detached from everything. Like it, it legitimately coming in today felt like I hadn't been here in a year. Like that, it just it completely decoupled from from all the politics and everything that's going on, and it's just there's a word for that, you know. You know, there's a word for that. What's that? We were humanized. We've been yeah. dehumanized for a year more. You've now been humanized again. That's yeah. what everybody needs. Yeah, that's what and it was. It is. Yeah. I am jealous. Very. Yeah, it was. It, in fact, very refreshing. I'm that jealous. I'm going to break a rule. I'm going to put my Christmas tree up before December. It's going up. How oh, dare you? Here, no, it, it goes you up. It goes that. up right you, you after can't Thanksgiving. Gonna break no, you, you cannot <laughs> do that. You cannot do that. But before we get to uh, some of the the topics of the day, I I do want because there's a doozy. Speaking of that, there is a doozy that's up today. We're going to talk about it. Uh, Bruce, I have to ask. Did you did you have a slice of pie for me like I asked you to do? I did. Yeah. You did. What pumpkin con? and pecan? Pumpkin and pecan. Okay. All mm-hmm. right. All right. Bravo. Bravo. Were they good? Were they homemade? Were they good? Yeah. I'm assuming they, oh, they, 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 they had to have been homemade. They had to have been homemade. Of course. You're down yeah. there in the deep south. Yeah. They had to have been homemade because I think they'll shoot yeah. you if you if you don't homemade a pie. Well, and and uh, because of some other family members and their dietary choices, um, they had to be homemade because I don't think you can buy some of those as vegan. So fair, fair point. Fair point. Yeah. Uh, I have to ask, and this, uh, this is a serious question, um, because you're, you're talking about like vegan and stuff. So, I mean, I have to ask this. Did you have crickets in your pie crust? Uh, no, we didn't do crickets. That, that would, uh, at least I hope we didn't. Jeez, that would, uh, I, I think we would have noticed that. <laughs> I saw this. I saw that. I swear to God, I saw this and I thought there's no way. Do you know how the World Economic Forum, they're trying to tell us all we're going to eat bugs and, and insect butter and, and all that stuff? 
Yeah, you're, you're aware of all that stuff. Well, apparently the climate change loonies are now saying that you need to ditch the turkey, of course, with the tofurkey, you know, the soy thing. And they're also saying that you need to put crickets in your pie crust on uh, on Thanksgiving. Yeah, with a nice, and swill it down with a nice bucket of algae. I mean, why not, right? Well, you can't do that. I guess that would be that would be like a genocide against plants or something. <laughs> you, that's one of the things. Uh, I forget what it was. It was duck something or another duckweed. Yeah, mm-hmm. That was one of the ones they're looking at using for nutrition. Unbelievable. Yeah, but I, let, I could, let me guess. Let me guess. Is this this must be? Um, I know sort of um, buy online from somebody called Gates by any chance? You know what? I don't uh, know, but I would not doubt when you start looking back through the uh, paper trail of this that it would lead right to his doorstep. Uh, <laughs> but uh, there are a few names of note on here, one of which would be Johns Hopkins University, <laughs> which, yeah, I think we all know where it's going to go from there. And then, of course, Bill Gates and Richard Branson are also heavily invested in like farming and, and all these initiatives to promote these types of messages. So, yeah. Uh, and of course, yeah, they, they land that, left, is well, I, I'm not sure. Uh, but if you they say here that if you um, if you use crickets in your pie crust, then, well, that'll be more protein in your pie crust. I didn't know pie crust had any protein in it. But I mean, if you put an egg in it, I guess it does. But I, I'm, I'm sorry, oh, you couldn't make this up. You couldn't make this up. No. All right. That's enough of this. That, that is enough of this. OK. Oh, God. I, I and I, I literally mean that. Dear God. Um, new variants here. Right on time. New variants here. Uh, the uh, the B one one five two nine has been officially re- which came, apparently comes from Botswana. Which there's nothing really down there as far as like established anything really. So we don't have any media down there to confirm it or anything. So it's a great place for them to create some kind of a hotbed. So that I'm, I'm serious. That colony. That, yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's what it is. Yeah, that co- British colony, yeah. But that's the that's the best place for them to create some kind of nonsense like this. Uh, and what better time than right when everything's opening up for the holidays here, right? As, as everything's kicking off, the shopping season's kicking off with Black Friday. Did you see the stock market today? Everything is in the toilet except for Moderna and Pfizer, who said that they're going to adjust their vaccines for um, the new variant. The World Health Organization has renamed this variant uh, officially as Omicron because we're following the uh, the Greek alphabet, or at least I thought. I thought we were following the Greek alphabet. They, they I think they missed something somewhere. Um, uh, actually, I'll have to double check on that one, but I'm curious. So how are they going to change their virus? What part of the virus are they going to target now? Because the previous did, vaccine... Did you, just, just, did you misspeak? How, how are they going to target their virus? How are they going to change their virus? Is that... Did, or were you being... <laughs> yeah. Is that a Freudian... Vaccine. Vaccine. No, that, that's what it, no, I mean, legitimately, that's what the mRNA vaccines are. It's, it's a yes. virus, technically. Yes, that's true. That's true. Um, so... What are they going to target now? Because the the previous one is the S1 spike protein. So what are they going to target with this one? Well, I don't know. Out of curiosity. I I really don't know. But uh, apparently you've got the UK health secretary, who's a Klaus Schwab lackey, I might add, which I'm sure that's got nothing to do with anything. It doesn't affect the way that he makes decisions or or takes a stance on anything. Uh, He's out today talking about what the UK is going to do as far as dealing with this new variant and what traits that it holds. Madam Deputy Speaker, we are concerned that this new variant may pose substantial risk to public health. Oh, no. The variant has an unusually large number of mutations. How many? Yesterday, the UK Health Security Agency classified 
B11529 as a new variant under investigation, and the variant technical group has designated it as a variant under investigation with very high priority. It's the only variant with this designation, making it higher priority than beta. It shares many of the features of alpha, beta, and delta variants. Oh, no. Early indications show this variant may be more transmissible than the delta variant, and current vaccines may be less effective against it. So we're taking the following steps. Yesterday, I announced that from midday today, we're placing cis countries in southern Africa on the travel red list. These countries are South Africa, Botswana, Lesotho, Eswatini, Namibia, and Zimbabwe. The United States just put those exact same countries on that no travel list, and they have barred them from entering the U.S. You've got a plane, and well, several planes on tarmacs around the world that are not allowing their passengers to disembark because of this oh, scariant. I've Sorry, got, go I've got a question. I've got a question. Uh -huh. Everything he said in that statement was May. Maybe this. It's under investigation. Maybe this. Maybe this. But it might not. He didn't say might not, but it may be. It might not. So he's him in the UK and several p people are there, are now going to destabilize somebody's economy under a maybe. I mean, that in itself is totally unethical because as viruses go, we know from the main variant, as they put it, yeah, you might be able to contact it you know, contracted it, get it from other people. It might go whizzing around, but it doesn't mean it's going to do any harm, does it? You might go positive. The amount of people that are turning up positive to the variants of COVID, which are actually walking around with the sniffles or whatever, and it's not, actually they wouldn't even know unless they did the test. That is the problem. They wouldn't even know they had it if they didn't do the test. So this variant, although it might go from one person to another, transmitting across or whatever, they probably don't know it. So they're going to destabilize no, they're, somebody's economy. They're pulling, the, uh, they, but see, that's the thing. They've pulled all the tests here. So now it gives them a perfect opportunity to say, okay, well now, like that, that's my next question. How do they know? How do they, you pull all the testing. How do you know? Well, it's, yeah, it doesn't work out because he said it's no. going to be under investigation, but this is what we do know. So we're doing this. Hang on. You're going to put it under investigation, but you already know. Okay, yeah, it's it's ugh, it's fraught with holes, isn't it? It is just like someone's got some ulterior motive and they want to mess somebody else about. I mean, they all talk about it, the, a different approach to vaccines. Even Mr. Gates sits there and goes, "Oh, we've got to have a different process because it's harmed the small sort of businesses and everything like that." While he raped it in, and yet. They've just gone and shut several countries down. So this is one contradiction after another. All and the European countries, have, yeah, all the European countries started to shut down uh, about forty-eight hours ago. Uh, Portugal went into, yeah, it's, like everything shut down. It's like they just reopened, like all, or they just opened up all their. Well, I, I'll tell you what the point is. It's it's just meant to demoralize people. That's all it's meant to do because they hired people. They've got all their Christmas stuff set up now, and they, they've got their Christmas markets getting ready to open up across Europe. And you got to have a vaccine passport to get into all these places. And they've got, oh, I don't know, fifteen people in there, and so they're shut because they they just don't have the numbers of people jabbed. I think that's I think that's another reason to be fair. Uh, they, oh, they yeah. just don't have you, the number you, of numbers people you talk, jabbed. You, you talk about them forcing people to get jabbed and stuff, yeah? 
In this uh, country, we've got a thing called the Joint Committee of Vaccination and Immunisation, the JCVI, yeah? Now, they're the people that are an advisory committee, and they advised, yeah, that on open air, on the BBC, on everywhere, that healthy children should not be vaccinated, especially, you know, like the 12 to 15-year-olds, which they were doing at schools at the time and stuff. And they said it. And even Mr. Javid said he's taken it under consideration and so a decision will be made. And yet you get these memorandums from the school saying, oh, they're coming along, the NHS are turning up to vaccinate the 12 to 15-year-olds. So you've got people on the medical side, on the advisory committee saying, don't do it. Only those within that have uh, a medical health risk, vaccinate them. Fine. Yeah, you got that. But the healthy ones, leave them alone. But they're still doing it. So these advisory, these, this is this is the big problem. Even the medical authorities, all all of them are, are saying these things, and they're, they're just getting totally ignored. They're just getting totally ignored for political reason, and it's obvious, and it's just ridiculous. It's it's um, unethical. Should I say? Is that a word? Unethical. Uh huh. Used in a situation. But yeah, so that's the situation here. We've got our own advisory committees advising not to, and yet the children are still getting it. because, And it's very strange because your vaccine, because to the ADE, puts them at higher risk to actually getting a side effect then actually their own immune systems will cope with it. This uh, this knee-jerk reaction that's taking place all across uh, the world to this, uh, let, me, let me just give you a little bit of perspective on this, because now they're just trying to overwhelm everyone with fear and hysteria again. The number of cases, just, uh, you got, I, and I have the number, so I'm not going to, obviously I'm not going to answer it. Do you guys want to take a guess as to how many confirmed cases we have worldwide right now? Oh, I don't know. 1.4 million. Bruce? Uh, are we specific variant that we're talking about? Just this or new variant, this Omicron, Omic, whatever new this variant. is. Yeah, the new one. As of Wednesday, it was four. We are at 10. I just thought I'd go right up the total spectrum just to see what uh -huh. happened. Ten. Uh -huh. So yeah. this is still a maybe and there might be and we've shut someone's economy down. I actually Good. have the, uh, the letter that has been penned by the coordinator for the presidential COVID-19 task force out of Botswana itself. I have it right here. I'd like to read it. The new COVID-19 variant that has been detected in Botswana, the presidential COVID-19 task force, informs the public that four cases of a new COVID-19 variant, now known as B1152, which is Omicron or whatever, yeah. were reported and recorded on Monday, the 22nd of November. The four cases were detected among travelers who tested SARS-CoV-2 positive on routine pre-travel testing. The variant tests were carried out as part of the routine genomic surveillance of SARS-CoV-2 as prescribed in our COVID-19 response plan. So just normal travel testing like they do everywhere mm -hmm. else. The, pre the preliminary report revealed that all four had been fully vaccinated for COVID-19 as part of the continuing investigations into the virus to establish and contain its local transmissions. Contact tracing has revealed close contacts who are currently awaiting their results and the public will be informed regarding the outcome of the exercise. The exercise. The initial investigations on the virus have established that the new variant has a high number of mutations as compared to the locally predominant Delta variant. What this means is still unclear and under investigation, as you said. Ned. The new variants have the potential to affect severity of disease, how effective tests pick up the disease, as well as potential vaccine efficacy. At this moment, real-world impact of the variant has not been established. Non-pharmaceutical interventions, such as the usual prescribed you know, methods, yeah. uh, wearing of masks, social distancing, avoiding unnecessary travels, remain effective, which do not, 
and therefore the public is advised to continue observing these. The COVID-19 task force wishes to further dispel assertions made by some circulating social media reports associating the case with HIV plus status of participants. Contrary to these reports, in which one newspaper claims that the one case was from an HIV plus participant, is totally false and as no HIV status of the clients were associated with these results. These media reports are unfortunate and factually flawed and should be viewed as such. The variant is still being studied and investigated and therefore it would be premature to conclusively make these types of assertions at this time. Hmm. That was actually some of the assumptions that were being... Uh, so I found a, a, a GitHub of this new variant before it was released into the public, you know, before the uh, mainstream picked it up. They were talking about the different components to this this strain, and they were saying it's so different that this isn't even COVID. Like, if if this were any other time, we wouldn't be considering considering this COVID. It would be a completely different strain. It's not a variant. That said, some of the speculation was exactly that it might have come from uh, someone that had been HIV uh, positive. And it, it had an uh, easier chance of mutating or, or, or whatever their argument yeah, was. The timing of it, the timing of it. I mean, it's right on cue. They're getting ready to push. They're, they're, I'm serious. They're getting. Yeah, Ned, you're laughing. They're getting, it's laughable at this point. Isn't no, yeah, it it's, is. It's just it a, is. It's a it's, bad it, joke. It, it is a it's bad what joke you call at this blatantly point. obvious. I know. It is. It, it is. is like they're pushing, <laughs> they're pushing boosters. They're getting ready to say, OK, well, you need a fourth. You need, you need a third one. You need a fourth one. We get, we're probably going to have to change. Fauci's out two days ago saying we're probably going to have change the definition of fully vaccinated they've already ordered what what uh, two billion new uh doses uh, of of the same garbage that they're already hitting people up with exactly and now they're the saying they want to jab out. kids and and they're not getting the results they want oh, out no. of the kids so now now this this shows up right on time uh to, to hype up the fear and to threaten your christmas but the one thing to come out of it is the simple answer the positive side out of what that investigation said was everybody had been vaccinated and they still caught it. The vaccine is pointless. It is pointless. It is just, there's no, no point to it anymore because, yes, you can still get it. Everybody knows this. Even Why? It's just lining someone's pocket. It's causing mayhem within communities, countries, wherever. It's been used as an unnecessary tool. Okay, forget the vaccine because it's not doing anything. Other than if you're vaccinated, it might have a bad effect against the new variants. In fact, the chances are, if, I mean, the choice of whether you're vaccinated or not, it doesn't bother me. That is your individual choice. But if you haven't had the vaccine and you've probably had COVID by now because, excuse me, it's a pandemic, it must have got everywhere, um, your own immune system is probably better for you than that vaccine now. Because that vaccine, it's like when somebody goes, I've got a bad tooth and it's gone and joined the opposition it's nothing but pain now that vaccine is a bad tooth a seriously bad tooth and I'm it's sorry. causing nothing but pain <laughs> a bad tooth has joined the opposition yeah it's I, in your mouth it's just giving I've you nothing but heard, pain yeah i've never heard that before that's pretty good the south african health minister has just given an interview on uh, sky news he says that there is no evidence i'm 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 quoting here there is no evidence that the variant is more deadly or more transmissible yet uh, the European government's actions are completely unjustified. I, I mean, I agree, but... Uh, the thing is, it doesn't matter whether it is more transmissible. Yeah. The point it's the, is, it's, the fear it's probably not going to do you any harm. Exactly. It's, it's the fear that Yeah, it's, uh, we have something called the common cold. 
It changes. It naturally changes. And it keeps changing. And it's been around for God knows how long. And it's still out there. Viruses change. That's what they do. It might be more transmissible. So what? So what is the answer to that? Hey, if this world goes down, keeps going, uh, the, the worst thing that we can do is there's going to be more casualties under COVID due to your own stress levels, due to the negative effect on people. Because that's if you're in a bad place, you are going to be susceptible to God knows what else. Stress is a killer. So it's about time we got out of this and somebody went, whoa, yeah, let's get on with it. And the chances are it'll be fine. But as you say, it's hard not to see an ulterior motive, isn't it? It isn't nice at all. Honestly, as you said, this is probably not going to be any more deadly or, or dangerous than the, the other variants of COVID that we have. That's what they were saying about the Delta variant. The Delta variant is the, the main one right now. It was no more deadly than the previous. It was just as violent as the others. This same thing. This one is probably going to be, you know, it'll spread, but it's not going to be deadly. Doesn't work against the, or the vaccine don't work. Uh, well, it's not even a vaccine. The current therapeutic that they're pushing on, on us doesn't work against it. Instead, you know, the drugs that have been around for 50 plus years work effectively against it, but you're barred from having that. And here in the States, you're, you're, they're actually the monoclonal antibody treatments. That's actually being heavily regulated because it is very effective against this. And they're, uh, they're even in Texas, it's going to people of color first before it goes to anybody that's white. They're regulating it based on race. Well, that's interesting. Uh, Yeah. Um, oh, sorry. I didn't mean to snigger while you were actually saying something. It's just that I had a vision of everybody outlawing outlawing vitamin C eventually. <laughs> just, you, know extreme, you, but... you know that's coming. You know that's coming. It's going to have to. You're going to have to regulate it because if you look at the definition of vaccination now, the definition now includes vitamins. So obviously, the FDA and the CDC is going to have to go in and they're going to have to regulate those things and uh, you know keep them. Keep the public safe and and regulate and 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 properly prescribe what you need. So they're bar- they're going to bar you from being able to buy vitamins. It would not surprise me if they went down that road. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, well, talk about it's vitamins. It's for your health. I re- I remember I remember um, one of my first visits to America, and the, the, all the, all the rage at the time was something called Tang. And it was yeah. like, yeah, and it was like yeah, the, the biggest rush of vitamin uh-huh. vitamin C you'd ever have. Like, and the thing was, it was meant to be made a drink out of, and some of the kids and that stuff were like spooning it in, you know, because oh, yeah. it was just a yeah, yeah. just a major hit. It was just and the uh, that pull back on that. The funny thing is, is that I mean, the the whole the whole point of. Um, uh, of vitamin C. I mean, you guys kind of stumbled upon that by accident. I mean, your your sailors back in the day, the the British sailors back in the day, yeah, they, they wouldn't they wouldn't get yeah, yeah they wouldn't get scurvy. And you know, like mm. most most other um, people out at sea at the time uh, in the old ships, and everyone was in awe as to why that was happening. And it was because you guys used to keep limes on board your ships. And they yeah. used to eat the limes. That's why we call it. That's why you get the name the Limey Brits. True story. And we and we deserve it because the vitamin C. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because you get you get <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, it's just like you can have too much of everything. You can have if you don't have vitamin C, right? But you've got too much vitamin D from the sun. You get everything is a balance. 
everything, and that includes us. I mean, the word that used to be brought up with was your body's your temple. Listen to it. Boom. Everybody has these little twinges that they like something or whatever, unless they go to extremes. But you can keep a balance that keeps you healthy for a long, long time and still enjoy everything, a bit of everything, you know? It's like bouncing back after some day like Thanksgiving, I suppose, when you've really pigged out, you know, on just about everything. But, you know, you can do it every now and then. We're designed that way. But it's just it's just having common sense. If you don't balance your intelligence with common sense, you're a numpty. Still, it's similar as that. And it is, it's like everything. I mean, when I was growing up, they used to, um, because you didn't have so many, as, as a kid, we didn't have the uh, all that processed food and stuff. So... They used to put a bit of salt in with the potatoes and stuff like that and used it because they knew how to do it. They knew how to regulate and get your vitamins into you and everything. And you just appreciated your meals and stuff. That's where it is. Society, due to money, have found, uh, have found ways to actually, well, they, they break society. And the race, that money isn't a bad thing. It's just that, what, what is that word in? Money, some people say money is the root of all evil. No, the want of money is the root of all evil. That is that is the proper saying. The buggers who just want all this money at the expense of whatever, they don't care, you know? Okay, we'll go down that line. And then when we've messed that up, we'll create this to correct it and do this. But you're not, you're just continually breaking it. And this last year has shown that humanity's soul is at a breaking point. They've lost it. In Thanksgiving, you felt that. You felt what you've been through without realizing it. In one day, you've you got that rejuvenation effect from your community spirit. Yeah, that's what we got to do. And yeah, I'm I'm seriously jealous. I need a day like that. Everybody needs a day like that. And just get out there. Womp. Yeah, fine. You know, do something. Yeah, go on. The hypocrisy is what bothers me about oh, it. The, the 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 hypocrisy about the holidays and everything else. Because look at the class of people that are unaffected by all of this. Have you noticed that? They're unaffected. Now, we talked yesterday about, and you guys weren't here. Uh, there was a, uh, there's a, a head, one of the head nurses in Slovenia who is in charge of making sure that the politicians get all their jabs. Well, she resigned and went out in front of the TV cameras. And of course, promptly had all that stuff, all of her social media and everything else taken down, all the videos and everything deleted. And she was telling people what were in these jabs. Have you guys heard of this? Do you want me to go over it real quick? Yeah, no. No, I'm interested. Okay. All right. So a nurse who was uh, who's in charge of uh, giving the uh, the jabs to the politicians, she went out in front of the cameras and she said the following. She said, the vials will contain, and th those who listened to us yesterday have, have heard this already, but I'm just going to go over it real quick for these two. The bottles are coded uh, and they will have the numbers one, two, or three on the vials. Uh, and she explained the meaning of those numbers. Number one is a placebo, which is just a simple saline solution. Number two is the mRNA. Number three is an mRNA stick that contains the oncogene, and that's linked to the uh, adenovirus that contributes to the development of cancer. And she said that those receiving the number three bottle will develop soft tissue cancer within two years of receiving the jab. Now, again, uh, I, I had said before that uh, I'd said yesterday that we had our funeral director guy on a couple of weeks ago, and he said yeah. the cancer deaths, yeah, Daryl, he said the cancer deaths 
are through the roof uh, ever since this has rolled out. And I know, I know two people personally who are stage four terminal right now that both took the jab. Yeah, but the age of the people were quite young. That is true. Yeah, the, the age of the people were, were young. Now, this is a uh, this is a vid- or this is a shot of what the COVID passport will look like. And this specifically is the number right here that will be pointed out. And she says all of the politicians and all the tycoons and the celebrities and everything else, they all got the number one vial, meaning they all got the placebo. Now, this would follow along with kind of what we're seeing. Now, Austria, you guys know what's happened in Austria. They, oh, they shut the country down because it's a state of emergency. It's a pandemic of the unvaccinated. And, and we don't know what we're going to do. And it's, you know, the, the cases are all it's over the place. The hospitals are the unvaccinated. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Take a look at the Austrian politicians last night, partying it up, having a big old time, rocking it out, having a, having a great time. Do those look like anybody that... Uh, that are concerned about any kind of COVID regulations? Does that, does that look like anybody that is concerned? These are all members of parliament and, and uh, you know, uh, rep- government representatives and, and everything else. Does this, uh, does this look like people that are really worried about uh, regulations or anything like that? And and if you if you think that that's bad, right? I got more. What was it, Bruce? We were looking at, uh, we were looking at video of the, uh, the French incident the other night. The French, what is he, the, the, the prime minister, not, not, not the president, Macron, but the prime minister, uh, Jean Castoux, I believe is his name. Uh, he was uh, diagnosed with COVID-19. He, of course, was double jab. And then, of course, this is him the next day right there, standing right there at a uh, at a masquerade party with all these people. Now, I say that they were they were observing COVID restrictions when necessary. I mean, clearly, you can see what's what's happening here. They're they're observing. I think I might have seen one mask in there. Does this hypocrisy bother anybody? Yeah. D- does any does anybody even see this? Does anybody even understand what's happening here? Yeah. Them and us. It's two tier society. That's what they're playing on. And it literally is. I mean, and the, you know, the sad thing about it is they don't really care who's filming it. They don't care who's filming it. And that means they have a certain immunity to it all. There's no e- impunity, as, as you put it. it. It's just nothing. They'll carry on as they want. And they think they're achieving their aims. But it. It carries across. It carries across to other things, though. I mean, that's that's just that's just one. I mean, th- those are a couple of examples. But just take Biden yesterday, Thanksgiving, right? People in America are sitting around their tables yesterday, probably wanting to have a nicer Thanksgiving than what a lot of them had. They're probably a lot of them were probably trying to figure out how they were going to do it this year, but they did it anyway. And this guy goes to a billionaire's house to have Thanksgiving dinner. I yeah. saw the menu today. It was truly disgusting. It, it was truly disgusting. It's meant to be for family. Yeah. It's meant to be a community yeah, yeah. thing. Yeah. He uh, he went to Nantucket on uh, on Thanksgiving Day. And uh, well, he, he got a lot of middle fingers as he was his motorcade was rolling through town there. Uh, they were greeted by the U.S. Coast Guard members before leaving their vacation home. Uh, a president with a vacation home uh, on Rubenstein's Island. Uh, Coast Guard members received challenge coins to commemorate their service. But he went on to, uh, well, pretty much enjoy a, a nice big fat thanksgiving dinner and uh i just happened to have the uh, the menu here uh at least i thought i did god i'm like boris johnson here we go this is the biden's family thanksgiving dinner we have time roasted turkey we have grandma ja- grandmom jacob's savory stuffing classic turkey gravy roasted kitchen garden fall vegetables sweet potatoes kale and button mushrooms with cranberry relish and for dessert, we have apple pie, pumpkin pie, coconut cream pie, and chocolate chip ice cream. Just so happens to be one of his favorites. Of course, it, it's not 
it's not chocolate chocolate chip, but I, I'm sure that this would be just as good. Well, actually, that sounds like a really good menu for an old people's home whereby it yeah. should be really. Yeah, it certainly does. Yeah, it certainly does. Bruce, you you look a little um you look, you look a little perplexed over there. Um, some of the stuff I'm I'm like uh kale in the I mean I know yeah, it's kale, good for you, kinda, but like that that's not a, that's off. that's a weird Thanksgiving. Yeah. The rest of this uh, is I can kind of understand. Time roasted turkey. It's I a fashionable okay. menu. It's a fashionable yeah. menu. Right, well, fashionable, yeah. But <laughs> kale used to not be fashionable. Kale used to be for the peasant, for the the, the lowly people, not but for the, just, the elite. This is just yeah, as bad th- though. Yeah, go ahead. But if you if you look, if if you if you look at something right, what's one of the most expensive wines in the world that actually was produced at a time when the French vineyards were producing nothing better than probably bottled urine? Champagne. Yeah. If you look at the history of champagne, yeah, yeah, it is now one of the most popular, most expensive mm-hmm. wines out there. Yeah. But if you look into the true history of it, yeah, somebody made something very fashionable. Oh, it's come a long way since then, but it's, I think, to a real wine connoisseur, you probably wouldn't drink champagne. I'll leave the truth. Yeah, I never really and cared honestly much that, for it. Of course, I don't Honestly, that anyway, menu, so. that menu uh, is not much different than what we had for Thanksgiving, to be yeah, honest. But, yeah, but Bruce, you're not sitting at a multi-billionaire's home thumbing it to the American yeah. people. That, that's not what you're well, doing. You know, I mean, this I, I is know, as bad it's, as him throwing a log a on the fire when people in Texas were freezing, literally freezing yeah. to death and yeah. putting it all over social yeah, media. Yeah. yeah, this is this is the president taking the dump, uh, taking a dump on the, the middle class, the people that he screwed over with raising gas prices. It was like three dollars and ten cents in a local town that that uh, where my grandparents live. You're an oil town. Um, you're, you're an oil country. And we're we're an oil country. Yeah. It should be honestly. It should be under a dollar. Half that. Um, well, it, in reality, it yes. should be. But even yeah. with, if we were it doing should be half drilling, that. it should be half that down there. Yes, right now. Yes, it should be. Um, but the message, the message came across. He doesn't care. Exactly. He, don't, he does not care for. The, I, I tell you what. He doesn't care for the country. He doesn't care for the. the it, there are no boundaries as far as he's concerned. As long as he's in his little bubble, yeah, that's it. And that's the scary thing about it. He is actually, from an international point of view, as a representative of the United States, it's, I, 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 I pity the United States because he is, I don't know, he's an incredible tosser. He's just no good whatsoever. He's done, the, no, he's done nothing but harm. It's been one backward step after another. And that is looking across the pond at, at the United States. I just give it, wow. I, I feel sorry for you guys. I mean, uh, no matter what American citizens there, that I, I, I'd say the majority of your country is suffering somehow, one way or another. Yeah, and that's... if the idiots and it, and if the idiots that think they're being better off for this, no, no. And, well, the other thing is, is it, all of this is happening. Like Biden's over there ha- having billion dollar meals, right? Uh, and then here we are struggling with like uh, logistic issue, uh, logistical issues, prices for food. It's increased prices for gas and uh, natural gas even it is uh, petroleum products in general is going up. And the White House says it's our fault. We're the ones that are increasing it because we have so much disposable capital now because we're doing so well since the pandemic that we're buying more product. And because we're buying more product, it's causing the supply chain issues and and. It's our fault because of that. Oh, it has so, nothing to do with on, Biden's policies. It's so. Hang on, all our food's gone up over here. 
all our fuel's gone up over here. Same here. Um, exactly. So the same thing's happening here in many respects, in, uh, more, uh, in more of a softer, more naive approach, whereas you've just got a blatant, dithering old git who doesn't care, and he blatantly doesn't care because he doesn't, he, he, he just gets on with what he wants to do. And if he pulls another postcard out of his pocket saying, hang on, they've told me to say this or to speak to such and such. I mean, how, how can you do that? Run a country when, I mean, that in itself is the people behind him must, I mean, by portraying this, is, it just makes a, a laugh of everything. And it actually, it's the scary point of it all is, yeah, it's meant the scary point is they're just saying, we can do what we want. Yeah, it's it's meant though uh, to to be that way. I mean, if, if you look at these jokers down there in Switzerland, the yeah, whole point no, is, wait. yeah, I I agree. You know, I I just I shake my head at it. But uh, if you look at what they're all about, the whole point of them is to uh, get rid of America on the world stage. Well, in order for them to do that, you've got to make it a laughing stock, right? And that's what they're doing. I don't know. I know that, that's the problem. They, once they've removed, which I mean, the dollar. <clears throat> What's the world currency? It doesn't matter what it says. Yeah, like England, uh, like English is is like um, the international language. The international money was the dollar, and a lot of it was based on it everywhere. Even China based a lot on the dollar. <clears throat> if they can cripple the United States, and the scary thing is, if there's enough people in power that don't care whether their country gets crippled, I mean, are they that stupid? Don't they realize that if... America gets crippled and they're part of America, they are going to pay the price. No, they, they are going understand. to pay the price because, because, because they're disposable. They are. They're disposable. They are just, they, they, they won't even get a second look. And if they don't, and, and it's like, <laughs> it's, it's like having a crime boss and you've gone to them for a favor and unknowingly you don't realize what you're getting into because you don't pay that favor back. You just keep doing as you're told. And that, is what that situation stinks about. They're all just going to do as they're told, no matter how twisted and nasty it gets. And it's they have um, their marching orders. They're not to deviate from it. Just oh, it's just yeah. the same as the, it's just the same as that scumbag that was standing up in your your House of Commons just a bit ago, Sajid Javid. He has his marching orders. He's not to deviate from it. You know, I saw a video the other day of one of the uh, I want to say it was the Health Secretary of I, I want to say it was Victoria in in Australia and. She was being chased and heckled down the street, and she was outright being asked, how much is George Soros paying you? How much are the Rothschilds paying you? How, how much are the groups in, in Switzerland, the world economy, how much are these people paying you to do this? And she didn't say anything. She just kept her head down, and she was scurrying off down the road somewhere. She, they know. They know. Yeah, and they do it with impunity, and they just carry on. And it's just like you and said about the guy that, that was standing up there of the, of the Northern Territory there. If he was out on the streets... <laughs> It'd be a very different conversation, wouldn't it? Yeah, because he wouldn't. Uh, I'll tell you what. It's it, it's going to get to a point where they won't. They they won't. I mean, in this country, you, you used to um, the politicians used to be a voice of the people, and you used to vote them in, and they used to come from your area and stuff like that. And they'd go round when they wanted to be voted in. They'd knock on your door and whatever, and get the votes in. And what I think you're going to see the last of that. That sort of thing where they actually talk to the people and whatever, it's just going to come to an end because there's going to be such a tier structure that they I don't think they'll want. Well, I, I they'll worry about stepping outdoors and everything will be done across the media, which is 
Pfizer television in America. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, that really that that does my head in. Everything is sponsored by Pfizer. It's oh, yes. ridiculous. Yeah, it's, and that yeah, it's, uh, even that thought right there is brought to you by Pfizer. Uh, <laughs> the Biden administration. This is out of the uh, the National File with Tom Pappert. Uh, the Biden administration spent one point five million dollars to build COVID nineteen isolation clinics in Botswana in April. Oh, really? Really? <laughs> Amazing, isn't it? That's, yeah. Uh, that's just just in case. Just in case. Just in case. Yeah. Just yeah. in case. And they just so just happen to have case. like the uh the 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 world the ending strain has just come out of there. Yeah. <laughs> Bruce, you're shaking your head. You you look like you're you look like you're either upset or you're confused. No, um I, I was just thinking that um if we're out of this in a hundred years and get back to normal life, and by normal I mean, you know, uh people having liberties and the government not ruling over them. Um, if we get to that point in a hundred years, every one of these COVID isolation camps or these quarantining sites, they're going to be called what they really are. They're, they're internment camps, re-education camps. That's all they are. Yeah. It, it makes you wonder, you, you talk about, uh, and it, it, it creates a scary idea. I mean, you, I mean, you said camps to really just to heighten the idea of the death camps, the Holocaust camps and things like that. But if you think about it, those were people that under a government that was ruling power in Germany, they're creating a them and us stigma for control. And these people literally voluntarily went into the, to their doom because they had no choice. And if you think about it, if all the dark sides and dark ideas of what's going on now, actually even a, a certain percentage of it is true, that's quite scary. Because we've, we, we now are marching to any, we're the rats, and you've got the Pied Piper, and it seems like we're just hurrying along to his tune. Yeah? Are we, though? Are we, though? I, I mean, I, I hear... I mean, I, I'm, talking, I'm, talk, I'm talking as humanity. I mean, yeah, there are individuals, okay. right. there are us that are really upset about this. There yep. are the minorities, which will always shout or even fight for it. But the voice... The voice, if, if you think about it, now, if you went out into society now, you've got past, everything goes past the tipping point. You know, we seem to be in a real nexus of tipping points, whether it's the ecosystem which we've messed with, whether it's this or whatever, you've got this tipping point where there's enough people vaccinated and you know what human nature's like, oh, I've done it now, now I'm going to have to live with it. And from that, if you get enough people with that, they will try and silence, the normal people will try and silence anybody that speaks out about, about it. And that's where the failing is. Because they've, they haven't got the backbone to say, well, maybe I shouldn't have done. What's your point? They'll give me, ah, oh, just shut up, will you? And that is, that is, you get enough people doing that, it's, it makes it much, much harder. I mean, it doesn't matter whether you're vaccinated or not. It's, it's the point is, it's had its time. The vaccine's not working. It's time to get on with life. And if we're going to do anything and repair anything, for God's sake, you've got to move on it now before you go deeper in and it's a harder hole to dig out of. And that's what they've just got to be told. Yeah, get, get a spine. Get a spine. But they're not listening. Because I, I agree with yeah, you. But they've but got children. Not, they've got children. I, they don't care. They, they don't care. They're on, they're on that runaway freight train that we talked about a couple of weeks ago. They don't care. 
I, I agree with you that someone needs to tell them. But like I'm telling you that, that these people that are confronted out in the streets, the ones that are in front of the cameras talking about, you know, peddling all their fear porn and their scare tactics, when they're out in the streets and they get confronted by an angry mob of people, they don't care. They, they just move on. They get escorted by their security or whatever it is. They're put in their cars. It's, and normal, it's a normal people that are not actually... It's like someone's got to say to you, say to them, say, look, it's like you've done something wrong. Put your hand up and admit it. Or if you've done something, right, don't, because of your ideal or whatever, don't stop somebody else doing what they think is right. That is the thing. You get enough people on that scales weighing one side down whether they're right or wrong they tend to stop the voice of the others yeah so when do it's quite i'm gonna use a word that my daughter actually spoke because she was doing english literature yeah and she's talking about macbeth and different words and whatever and she said um there's an h word which means something no you know like if you're gonna do something against the norm or whatever it was i said in Macbeth, they could, it's regicide. That's the act of killing. But if you're talking about heresy, that is just speaking out against the norm. So basically, when does it become heresy to have choice? You know, that in itself is just incredibly, should I say, undemocratic. Yeah, but it's the polarization we're seeing with societies right now. Yeah, it's, it's the... The, the, the tribalism, right? Yeah, yeah, it's the us and them. Because you've got one side saying, well, you have to be vaccinated. And the other side is saying, well, either don't vaccinate it at all or uh, make your own decision, right? They, they kind of get lumped together. And they're, they're, the, the ones that are saying get vaccinated are calling the people that say, well, you should have a choice as unvaxxers, right? Or, or anti-vaxxers. Um, okay, you've got, you've got, you'll always have, this is what the problem is. You're allowed to have pro anything in society as a voice so you got your pro vaccination you got your pro anti-vaxxers the proper line is the one down the middle where you go you have choice you do what you want that way you do what you want but the choice and not to get demonized for it by either that is the humanity's soul of it all you don't get demonized by the choices you take yeah because that choice is yours yeah the body is yours i mean if you it's the media is, is, I mean, somebody was talking about, you, you talked about the camps and that, and you go all the way back down there, right? And somebody was talking about that the other day, and they came up with the Nuremberg uh, writings, yeah? And God, what an argument. You had someone saying, well, that's supposed to give you choice. And I'm saying, no, 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 it doesn't say anything about vaccines in there. It's all about experimenting on humans. Yeah, and it's not allowed and, you know, um, and yeah, it, it goes through that. But the point is... This is experimental. If yeah, You've got it. This is actually an experimental drug, yes, which is in phase three because it needs a minimum of four and a half years to be a proven vaccine if it was a proper vaccine, yeah? So it is an experiment because people haven't been given all the information they've just been told coerced nick or carrot one way or another whether uh, into taking it so eventually when we had this discussion and whatever and it quietened down a bit people started to think so it was the case of all because one of them had been on this back checking site and you've got those people i mean whether they're designed to debunk something a document which 
actually was written for a very good reason a long, long time ago. I think it was 1947, something like that. After, uh, yeah, after a terrible situation. But if you go into the heart of it, it just says each person, each human has to have that choice. They shouldn't feel coerced one way or another. And yeah, I mean, we don't need a document to say that. We should be able to know that ourselves. That is what humanity means. That is, that's your choice. It's like you said at Thanksgiving, you managed to be in an area of people where you could speak about political things or whatever, and it didn't seem to create anxieties and that because of the situation you're in, the day you were, and it was handled correctly. And that's the way it is. And eventually, this discussion came to a level where people stopped shouting at each other and they started to think, and it was, it was nice. It, it really was because, I mean, it wasn't a case of you're wrong or you're wrong, but hey, come on, this is all about choice. Say your points, get it out there, whatever. And people just settled down. And it was, uh, it, it took a lot of pain. And that, I think that's where people are. They are, like you say, polarized. They're two extremes. They're two extremes now. And they've got to, they've got to learn that, yeah, we can talk, go down the pub, have a pint and have a chat. But where's the, you know? where's the larger group though? That's the question. Because if we're, if we're, uh, polar, if we're polar opposites, which I, I agree we shouldn't be, right? We're, that, the, the point of this is we need to unify and go after these people, which is, what the, which is what the establishment doesn't want. But who has the larger group of people? Be it outspoken or not, who has the larger group of people? Because when I look out there in the streets, I don't see counter-protests that, that, that equal anything near that magnitude. I think our bigger problem is, like I said, they've got the majority of populations, they think because they have... But they're not going to do anything, though, is my point. That, like, yeah, no, they're not. Talk, because the they're vaccinated. Is, right. They, the whole point is turning they, one group against another, but they're not going to do anything. They're already doing what they're told. They're already yeah. afraid. They're not going to stand up. So they're no, not going to do anything. I, I, I no, regard them as, as little more than, than a footnote in the page of history, quite frankly, because they're not actually doing anything to aid this problem. In fact, they're helping to continue it. So yeah, well, I, it's, I don't... It's, it, it, but you've got to keep... For every person that listens, maybe somebody else will. And that is all you can really do because otherwise it's going to get seriously nasty and it'll escalate. And uh, it, there will be unrest of a horrible scale. And if that's avoidable, that, that never gets anybody anywhere other than, I mean, no one wins in wars. Nobody ever, ever wins in wars. I mean, I've been in at least two areas in the world and the outcome is not that good. Just things don't get resolved. Things, the borders move and then they move back again. It's, 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 it's like a political mayhem. I mean, Britain, we, we, we used to excel in the trade of mercenaries in places like Africa and things like that. Somebody wanted something, create a mercenary band in, you go, boom, pay it, get out. And in those nice little political halls of whatever, where decisions were made, they got the mercenaries, went in there and changed one dictator for somebody else or whatever to gain one thing or another. As humanity, we, we can excel in manipulation of people. And some people just want to get on and they don't mind if they're manipulated. As long as they seem or they have this facade of comfort, but they don't realize that facade of comfort, it does come with a price. And it's escalating everywhere. And the cost of everything is going up. Uh, you take something simple like this, simple things you need. You've already got the fuel. You say gas and stuff like that. Now, in this country, right, you've got 
obviously you have things like large unions for where you work, yeah, and stuff like that. Now, every year they go to the energy companies and those, and then they, the energy, then they have an auction and the energy company that comes with the best bid for the people, they take that and go, we've got in our union, we've got, oh, we've got so many million people and we will get them to move over to you if you give us a best deal. Guess what happened for the first time recently? They couldn't get a best deal out of anybody because all the energy companies were very so much there together. So it's, not, it's happening at so many subtle levels to actually cost the individual. And they, this is what they don't realize. They think they're going to have their own comfort zone, but no, you're going to have your own debt zone. They're going to try and have everything away from you within two or three generations. And that's the scary thing about it. Slowly, let, let me there'll ask you be a question. millions of people without it. Uh, let me ask you a question. Go on. The ones that you're talking about that are like the conforming side of, of society, what's now going to happen in, in your opinion, what's now going to happen because they, they can't, they can't go any, they can't go any further on getting anybody jabbed as far as like the, the, the first round, if you will. But now the new talking point, the new thing is going to be boosters. You've got the EU coming out saying you're going to need three to be fully vaccinated in order to move. They're saying that to anybody in the UK that wants to travel to the block. So if you want to get off the island, then, you know, if you want to get in the tunnel and go to France, then you're going to need three jabs. What's going to happen to the people that have taken the jabs, the, the two jabs, and they're like, okay, I, I'm done. I, I'm not I'm not doing the third or the fourth or the fifth or whatever. What do you think is going to happen then? Well, it's like the snake that eats its own tail. Eventually, it's just going to undo. It's just, they can only push this so far, but it's been used as a tool to control. And you know damn well what the next major agenda that, they'll, that they're ramping up for is where they can make more money and control more of the population will be the ecosystem. We're killing our planet, whatever. But they're killing it more swiftly. We knew when we started talking about this, yeah? What was one of the voices we haven't heard the whole time during COVID? What happened to the eco-warriors? What happened to the green pieces? What happened to everybody? They just shut up. Now they're going to start coming out of the woodwork again because they'll have sponsors behind them etc 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 with money and they'll be pushing them as voice pieces for their own agenda and you like damn well know it's going to be pushed next yeah and it's just going to go and it's going to be your next steamroller while hopefully they'll be continuing this vaccine crap all the way along a medically dependent society is a dead society you've got to take your own independent health back and that is the only way do it really i mean if you think about it they they've pu they've pushed that agenda for so long it's it's taken a few generations but if you think about it and you look at people out there and you go down the street and you and you think my god where where are we where are we i mean i was you're growing up you're eating normal stuff whatever but what is available to them what is available to the people it's there with a certain amount of money with only a certain amount of money, what can they buy to eat? How easy is it for, um, uh, hang on, we've got a child here that wants to go to this. It's got about an hour after school. Where, um, no, I can't be asked. To I'll take McDonald's. Um, okay, Subway or this or that or whatever. I'm not saying there's anything wrong, uh, you know, the, the bad places, but continually pushing the children through these things. It, it's like, the schools, your physical fitness 
and stuff like that. You have to go outside of your schools now to find your own physical fitness and that because the insurance people, insurance costs so much that it's out of it. So they wheedled it that way. So, okay, if you don't reach a decent level of physical fitness by the time you're 19, you're on the downhill slope already because that's where your physical fitness is set. You can put your muscle on, you can take it off after that and whatever, your body will adjust. But you have a standard at about 19, about 20. And all these subtle differences within society, it it makes you wonder and you give it, I've seen this happen. You look at this, I've seen this happen. And personally, I mean, I've said it to loads of people along the way. Thankfully, I've been healthy and I still am. But it's how society has learned to roll over. And I used to hate the sayings of, well, this is the way things are. This is the way it is. Oh, whatever. You know, just get on with it and do whatever. Whatever, 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 whatever. Dot, 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 dot. And that has got us where we are now. Yeah. Put up with, roll over. I'm not saying go to war or whatever. But if you have enough people speaking up and acting on something, you can do it. And actually, if you think about it, in history, the wars have caused calamities. But the true movements of voice and everything and the people have caused changes. And that is what you got to tell them. You've got to do it yourself. Get off your ass and get out there and say it and speak and just let everybody have choice. Become the community you once were and support each other. Because at the moment, it feels like they're isolating even individuals on the roads, in their own houses. You know, it, it's just, it's, it's, it's come down to such that and that is why i am so jealous of thanksgiving i really am because i think that's a wonderful day it's a real family day there's no law that says you can't have it i wouldn't call it thanksgiving i just call it sunday sunday lunch (laughs) (laughs) that's actually another good point that 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 is a traditional thing like in the south it it used to be really common but it's not as common anymore but sunday lunch yeah we have sunday lunch always have sunday lunch yeah, yeah. family, like your family, you could do Yeah, we're at grandma's yeah. house yeah. every Sunday. Yeah, yeah, after church. Yeah, but you, this, you, you, after church the in the morning. Is, yeah, a, a simple thing like that. I mean, you don't have to be. This is what I mean. A lot of people will jump straight out and do because of the because of the modern way people are. They'll say, "Oh, that's a religious thing." No, it's not a religious thing. This is like a family day. If you got back to one day a week where they went, like in this country, they went whoomp. The pub shut at two, three o'clock. So even if somebody went down the pub, they came home and your Sunday lunch was there and you, you were there as a family speaking around the table. I mean, God, you had families used to make the homemade wine and things, you know, and you're allowed to have a glass of wine, you know, if you're 14 or whatever, you can sit at the table, uh, family wine. You used to talk. You used to, you used to be able to talk that, uh, about anything and everything. The thing is, when, when you grow up, you find this gap where, it, where, you, where you're a teenager and you don't relate to the old ancient buggers in the family, i.e. your parents. Well, everybody goes through that or whatever, but you do. You find time to relate to them. I mean, I revel in the moments that I can relate to my 14-year-old. The thing is, it's like picture up from school and I tried something for the first time. I said, I don't want, to, when, I, when I ask you about school, I know you think I'm prying and you think I'm asking you about your friendship. No, I don't want to know about your friendship. I'll tell you what, we'll try another tack. Just tell me something, you, one thing you learned in each lesson. And she did that today. Got in the car and she said, Daddy, I learned this is English literature. I did this, and she talked. 
I felt like I wanted to move the car over, park up and just listen to it for a while because it was just a brilliant moment. I mean, the connectivity of two humans just talking and just gelling just at that moment, it was awesome. And yeah, that made my day, you know, and that just reminds me. And I think, God, I was so lucky. That moment for me was lucky. And I'm just, and then it makes me wonder of how many moments I haven't had and how many moments that some parents probably never get, or even as individuals, as human beings, we've forgotten how to. And we just got to do it. Just talk. I mean, <laughs> I have, I've always been open and I've always, I could talk the hind leg off a donkey, Martin would say. But um, I talked to somebody I wouldn't know or whatever. And my daughter's gone, did you know them? He goes, no, they said hello and said hello and whatever. And we just talked. We just talked. And it, it's natural. And that is the way, you know, some of us brought up. That doesn't mean we don't. I mean, if we dislike somebody, it's, yeah, right. Yeah, not interested, whatever. We, we can all have our lines. But we've, uh, humanity at the moment, is its soul is in a bit of disrepair. It seriously needs sorting out. Well, it's, it's, it's like what you were saying earlier. Um, uh, uh, it, you were humanized. That's a, that's exactly what it is. Like, okay, so I made reference to the camps earlier, right? And obviously, that's a reference to Nazi Germany. And the the thing about all those people that went off to the death camps, they were people. They were they were. It, I think we. Uh, it seems like they get detached from that idea, and they're like, "Oh, you're just referencing Nazi Germany and blah blah blah," you know. And then it, it just kind of devolves from there. And what? No, the the point is. Those people were business owners, shop owners. They were uh, mothers. They were fathers. They were sons. They were daughters. They were they were average. What they had exactly how wealthy or not so wealthy. They were another person, which was part of the whole human thing. And it's when we lose that empathy, which I think we've lost. I mean, empathy is it when you lose that empathy and you can let that not anything happen like that or it, it, or even if you just turn your back unnecessarily if somebody says hello say hello back for christ's sake it's not wrong with that excuse me but yeah that, 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 that's that's the that's kind of the point of what we were talking about though with like the sunday the sunday dinners or the the thanksgiving or any any of the other family get-togethers or get-togethers with just friends the idea is it's it's reconnecting you to humanity if you will right it's it's rejuvenating that idea of empathy it's getting you reconnected it's um so you went out and got vaccinated okay that's fine you're still human that's your choice um okay you chose not to get vaccinated okay well you're you're still human you're that was your choice it's that we we have to detach from the idea of um the tribalism the 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 polarity the uh you're vaccinated or unvaccinated who cares you're you're an individual you're a human you're a person let's you know, get back to the interaction of the person. It doesn't, whether or not you're vaccinated doesn't make the person. It, it no. just, it seems, this seems so like, but they believe, do, do we need to go back to, they, they think they do, it does. But, they think that it yeah, does. They do care. we have to get back to, do we have to get back to grade school? Like, do we have to get that's, back to the, the, the <laughs> that's the media that's advertising, that's pop culture, that's entertainment is what has, and that's social media is what has steered people into that. The minute that they created the social media world and put it in everybody's pocket, they opened Pandora's box because now all of the sudden, all these people care about 
is what everyone else is doing. They're in everybody else's business and they're not minding their own. They're not developing themselves. They're worried about what everybody else is doing. And that is now transitioned. Yeah, that is now exactly. That is now transitioned into reality. It's a shame, isn't it? If you think about it, having been born quite a few decades ago, that I managed to traverse through my life through what they used to call fashionable. Music followed fashion and fashion followed music and you got your different variants in society and you had fun because that is part, I mean, that is part of us. But then you got to a point where there was no difference in there's a specific difference in music. If you if you take your rock, your mods, you've got um, soul. You went through um, new romantics, punk rock. You know all them different things, and then you then then you get getting closer to the end of the last millennium, and things started to be a bit of a mashup, and there was no nothing distinctive, and everybody's wearing what they want to wear, which isn't a problem. But that's when fashion used to be fun. Now. To be fashionable is to fit in. And that is where you lose your individuality. And that is where such a thing as, yes, people used to wear fashion to be different, to be individual. Now I use the word fashion to fit in. And it's totally abused to some degree. I agree with you. It's just, bah. I I think that's that's been a thing for... I remember that in my, like growing up in school and whatnot. That's, that's the mindset I remember from a lot of my peers is that just fit in. Where does it get you? Yeah, exactly. Where does it get you? But to the, to the point about social media and everything, I, I, I don't necessarily think that that was a, a trigger or a cause or a catalyst or, or a, I think it's just a symptom of a, a greater problem in society. I, I think a, a lot of the things that we're seeing, like with the media and the other, the other bits that we're seeing going on, that's just a symptom of uh, greater problems deeper down. Oh, that yeah. is, it, for example, just just to go down to one of the basic things: family. Yeah, I'm going to say something very controversial in today's world: having a mother and father in the home raising the kid. That 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 How was dare that's you? been heavily lost. How dare you? What's I wrong mean, with you? Yeah. You can't talk about. Are you are you perpetuating support for the patriarchy? What's the matter with you? Yes, yes, I am. <laughs> um, I, I am, in fact. You look at one of the communities that's been heavily, heavily impacted here in the United States: uh, the Black community. Look at them. Back in the '60s, the Black community had mother and father. Now, granted, there was racism and stuff going on. You know, the racial stuff going on and the, the civil rights and whatnot. Uh, but if you look at them as a household, the family, they had a greater bond there between the mother, father, and with yeah. you. they were close knit compared to uh, the, the other races here in the United States. Well, once we started instituting the welfare systems and we started uh, basically paying them to not have a father in the home, tell me, what is the, what's society like in the black community now? They praise criminals. I mean, you listen to their music as an example, their culture. It is completely opposite of what it was uh, those years ago. And I, I think it stems from we basically kicked the father out of the home. And now uh, you look in society as an example of today, as a man, uh, someone growing up, tell me a great model, a great male figure that has both the strengths of a man that that pushes those, right, which is now considered toxic masculinity, but that is a man and a leader and strong in there. Tell me, tell me a, a, a role model that's, that's popular today that is touted as being a good role model. I personally can't think of one. Now, 
turn the other, go to go the other direction. How, how many women do we know of that are quote unquote good role models? Uh, at least as society says it, right? There's there's no push for. I, basically, what I'm saying is is there's there's a great loss as far as what men are supposed to be in society. Uh, men and women have their ro- their roles, and yes, it's contributing to the patriarchy. But men have their strengths, and women have their strengths, and we're supposed oh, to yeah. we're 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 to. Uh, I, I don't want to to mechanize. No, no, I, I get where you're going. Pods. Basically, basically, nature created us different. I agree. Yes, yes, and yes, the male has his strengths, and the female has his strengths, but. I give you something, yeah, together, like everything. If you bring two strengths together like that, which aren't opposites, but they do complement each other. Yes. If you get the right strengths together. And the problem with that is, like you say, your welfare estate and everything else. Yes, that destroyed it. Why? Because, I mean, there used to be a running joke that (laughs) that you used to call it the seven-year itch. About if you're married for seven years, boom, that was it. That was over. Or when the kids left, it's a bloody hard job. Very hard job. But yeah, I'm leaving you because you're not the man I used to know. Why? Well, we met each other. It was oh, fireworks and everything. Then we got engaged. We got married. It was great. Then we had children and then it's family life. And one of them starts to bend to go with the other. And then the, one of them isn't the person the other used to know. Why? Because I changed to whatever. Yeah, it's it was a running joke, the seven-year itch. But it is. It is. There's two powers that complement each other. And you've got to work at it. You have to work at it. Otherwise, it doesn't work. And that's, yeah, I give you that. Uh, there are people out there that, because of society and the way it is, and it doesn't appreciate. We've lost the appreciation of each other. I mean, if you actually went to somebody and said, did you find your soulmate or whatever? If you do. You're a lucky person, and I, I do believe I'm lucky. But for a lot of people, life isn't that good to them, and they end up in different situations because society has let us down. With a welfare estate, if you get a generation, and yeah, it's burrowed it in. You get a generation that's on the welfare estate, and then the kids aren't stupid, and they see what they can get for nothing. That doesn't necessarily mean they're mean and stupid. They're just working the system. So the people that actually are running the system are letting these things happen. And when generations, it's hard to, to actually create a correctness, you know, and put things right. And yeah, there are so many faults. We are ingenious as a human race. We'll get the most out of any situation, good or bad. You don't actually see when somebody is in a corner and they manipulate the thing to themselves to survive, to whatever. We're very good at that. And some are luckier than others. What I don't like is... The manipulation where people think that they're in a position where they've lost touch and they've seen other people as just mere cattle and numbers and whatever. That's where they've lost their humanity. And that is where it is. All those people that struggle have probably still got their humanity to some degree because one way or another, they can go wrong or whatever. But in a calamity, humans tend to help each other up, not create a calamity. You create a calamity deliberately at the expense of others. That's bad. That's bad. And anyway, there is one good thing that might come out of this. What's that? I've got a bit of advice for people since it's Christmas. I'm going to break the rules and get my tree up early. I've never done it before December. But my grandmother always used to say, have something for the unexpected guest. She never had much. And her other half left her with the kids and whatever. And she had to bring them up. 
But she said, if at Christmas somebody knocks on the door, there should always be something on the tree for them. So I've always, and it's something I introduced when we got together and said, this is what my granny said. And they have a little sack. And over the year or whatever, I used to buy nothing expensive, whether it is something that will just wrap it up. Don't even remember what it is and just put it in the sack. And then by Christmas, you had about 10 or 20 little parcels. And somebody came knocking on your door. Oh, wow, I haven't seen your phrases or don't come in. Stuff, put your hand in the sack and they'd get someone. And that in itself, to me, was amazing. And yeah, it's inexpensive. And it actually, you've forgotten what it is anyway. And it could be something amusing, could not be, whatever, but it's something. And I like the idea. Yeah. And that's something she always used to do. Just make sure it's not food because it could be there for a year. <laughs> that wouldn't be nice. Wouldn't be nice at all, no. Yeah, stick your hand in there. Yeah, just uh, get, <laughs> the luck of the draw, yeah. <laughs> mm, lovely. All right, uh, we are going to have to go. Uh, we are out of time. But Ned, thanks for being here today. Uh, it's a real pleasure having you on, as always. Uh, like I said, we didn't have anything planned. It's always kind of an off-topic conversation. We just kind of see where they go. And I, I like that. Um, I think next time we need to have one of our uh, roundtables. We have to get you and Marty on at the same time. If the two of you can behave then uh of course <laughs> which i know you can then uh i think it would be uh i think it'd be a great conversation so uh, we might have to plan that for next time it's good to see that he was back was yeah nice. yeah it's really nice to have him back so i'm glad to see him uh back in uh back in better spirits than uh than what he's been in poor guy uh but he's he's had to go through quite some recovery and he's still got a long road ahead but uh you know he's definitely in better spirits uh these days and uh, i'm glad to see it i want to thank you guys for being here today we will go ahead and call this one done so everyone have a fantastic weekend we'll see you on monday if you're listening to us on monday have a great evening and we will see you tomorrow